What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Steel Mace Nation podcast. My name is Fred Moore, and today, for this episode, we are having a call-in from Kristen O'Brien. She's on Instagram as a diary for a fitness junkie, at a diary for a fitness junkie. She was a former group fitness instructor, personal trainer, and a Pilates instructor, and she was also a former fitness competitor. She is Steel Maze Flow Level 1 certified with honors. We know that you have to do it perfect to get the honors. So uh, if you guys don't know who she is, uh, you're going to learn about her in this podcast. And you could go ahead and check her out on social media, especially if you're learning how to uh, flow mace and all that stuff. And she's got good form. She has good videos. And she was a pleasure to have on. A lot of fun. Um, just want to let you know before we go to the episode that uh, Steel Mace Nation has a sponsor. It's Ongo Energy, O-N-G-O Energy. Ongo Energy is a caffeine spray. Uh, basically, you know, forget about drinking coffee, forget about, you know, the sugary drinks and pr uh, the pre-workouts and all that stuff, you could use Ongo Spray. Uh, conveniently keep it in your pocket, in your bag. You pull it out, pop the cap off, two or three sprays, and you almost get like an instant uh, energy from it. Be basically, the caffeine gets absorbed into your system much quicker because when you um, do the spray, it goes right into your, into your mouth and gets absorbed through your, you know, your walls of your mouth. As opposed to when you drink coffee or a pre-workout, it sits in your stomach for like 20 or 30 minutes, and it has to be metabolized. You get the, the caffeine later. So, and then you, you have the bloat, and then you have to pee it out. Uh, with me, the big game changer was I would drink coffee, and then I would go to do deadlifts. And literally, like when I would bend over to pick up the, the bar, I could feel the coffee coming up. Uh, got rid of that, started using the spray, and boom. It was a very good product uh, to help me with basically everything I do fitness-wise and also on the job as a fireman. So thank you for being a sponsor, Ongo. And if you guys just so happen to make a purchase, when you go to ongospray.com, put in the, um, the code STEELMACE25. STEELMACE25 will give you 25% off. And this podcast is recorded at a Shared Universe podcast studio in Eatontown, New Jersey. A Shared Universe podcast studio. It's an awesome place. I love it. I love being here. It's my home away from home at least once a week. Uh, and uh, if you're interested in doing a podcast, come on down. Check it out. M meet Ming. Meet Christian. Meet the gang. And have some fun. And what else can I say before we go? That's about it. Let's get to the podcast. Kristen O'Brien, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah, well, you know, I'm honored because I see what kind of hard worker you are. You are constantly putting up awesome content on Instagram with your perfect Thank form. You. And it seems like you're working out all the time. I guess you sleep maybe like one or two hours, and then the rest <laughs> of the time you work out. 
I just take little clips and spread them out. Okay. So all right. I'm not working out all the time. All right. So I you're. Wish, I wish. Yeah. All right. You're, you're doing what everybody else is doing now. Yeah. Yeah. Get a bunch of it's footage. An and then cut it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm believing it. So please don't don't break my my belief okay, and my no, illusion I'm working here. Out all the time, 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. So I do have a bunch of questions for you, and um, as you can see, they're written down on <laughs> nice this is what's in the house my daughter's artwork and i said i need to write stuff down and this is what i get to work with so um if i can't read anything it's because the marker is bleeding through and speaking of my daughter she actually she takes the first question of the podcast nice yeah she wa she was watching the videos that you put up with me today. I'm pretty sure she inspired one of my movements oh yes the um the skaters the skaters right yeah I remember that. And uh, yeah, she, I was showing her you particularly because she's into some of the things you're into, dance and everything. So uh, her name is Kirsten, by the way. And uh, she was like, oh, Kristen, it's almost like my name. She wants to know how you got so good at the mace. I just picked it up and played with it every day. And then what happened? Magic. <laughs> I still feel like I'm just learning it. Yeah. You feel like, like that's an unending journey, right? Oh, absolutely. I hope it never ends. Yeah. I hope that I'm always getting a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. Yeah. I saw your progression. You do have um, a, a window on your Instagram where you could see almost from the beginning and you got mm -hmm. a bunch of video up and you could see how much better you got pretty quickly. Um, so I know you have a great background in fitness. And um, before we get to that, you know, what your karate, your dance and everything, um, the, I want to go over something that you wrote to me in your bio. And uh, I, uh, to the audience, I asked Kristen just to shoot me a bio so that I could just get a little bit more knowledge about who she is so we could have something to talk about. And she wrote something that really popped out to me. And here's the quote. It seems to me that although I have been on some sort of path my whole life, my journey is only just beginning. So, Kristen, what do you really mean by that? Like, what's underneath all that? Because I feel like that's something that maybe a lot of us experience from time to time, right? Um, but it can be sometimes bewildering or confusing. Like, how come I'm not on the path that I should be on? Or, you know, we right. sometimes are not sure where where am I really? So what does that mean to you? Uh, well, I mean, I've always I've always enjoyed movement and I've had various different forms of movement and they're very segmented like they're not necessarily related and it it wasn't until I found the mace that it was like they're all going together like this tool is bringing you know the martial arts and the dancing and the weightlifting and the crossfit and the gymnastics and the, like and it's all you can use all those tools with this tool yeah um but also like I don't know I'm like I'm almost 40 years old and I'm I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up you know, like I'm still trying to figure it out. And I kind of got married right out of high school. And then, you know, just like raising my child. And yeah. I never really 
got a solid career and I never really knew what I wanted to do. And now I feel like there's, there's something here. Like there's this, there's something that I want to do. Wow. You know, I want to take this and run with it. Yeah. Do you, um, by the way, I'm a little older than you. I'm 46 and I have 16 years on the fire department and, uh, I found the mace not too long ago and I started a podcast not too long ago and I still feel the same way you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but I don't, I'm not sure what I want to do with my life. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, it seems to just be happening. So, um, that's why I honed in on that because that really struck home with me. And I, that's gotta be something a lot of people feel, you know, I'm sure because we do make sacrifices along the way. Um, I don't know if you want to call raising your children sacrifice, but you know, you didn't spend, you didn't get a chance to spend as much time on you, mm-hmm. especially in this world where that seems to be the thing you got to do. So you're not working on your own path. You're working on theirs. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you don't, I didn't grow up envisioning myself. Like as much as I love my job, it's great. I love the people, but it's not what I envisioned myself doing. Wow. Yeah. As a career. So I feel like, I don't know, there's there's something there. There's yeah. something to this mace that yes, yes. I want to follow. Exactly. That's that's why I wanted to do this podcast. Because now I'm basically on the same journey as you, trying to figure that detail out. And we're all going to... How's gonna it f- going to fit in? <laughs> yeah, we're going to figure this out. You know, we'll figure it out. We'll do a bunch of podcasts, and one day it's all going to come... <laughs> we're going to figure it out. We're going to have the answer. Mm-hmm. So your fitness journey started when you were very young and Mm -hmm. I was very, uh, as soon as I read in your bio that you started in karate when you were young, I said, ah, there's where the good form comes from. Right. (laughs) And the dance too, but you went to dance a little bit later. Tell us about, um, the karate. That's where you probably learned strict movement, right? Yeah, it was very traditional martial arts that I took. And yeah. uh, I mean, it was I was young. Like, I think I started when I was five. My dad, it was like the house rule. We all had to go to karate and we hated it. Hated it. Oh. <laughs> but eventually we learned to love it. Um, but it was very disciplined and very, um, like, just drilling in the details of the form all the time. Yeah. But I'm so grateful for it now. Like, I'm so grateful. Even, I, I mean, I think about my sensei all the time and what he's given me. Yeah. Are, are you still in touch with him? or is he uh, I have been in touch, like, over social media. He's cool. kind of a, he's an interesting guy. Yeah. So, um, so you didn't like karate, but. What happened when you discovered dance? And that was at what, like age 10? Yeah. So, I mean, my parents had put me in dance when I was really little and I, it wasn't, I wasn't, just didn't understand what was going on or why I was there. And then as I got older and it was something I wanted to pursue, I like me, my sisters, it was like a full-time gig. Like we were there right out of school every day of the week, weekends, like we had no spare time. It was all dance and, and we loved it. Yeah. You uh, basically all your friends came from. You, that's where all your yeah, friends my were. Dance friends, yeah. Yeah, so I mean that made it all happen. I mean, hey, I'm gonna go see the people I dance with. Yeah, and I mean, I was so fortunate that 
I was in a position to have that. Yeah. Not everybody can. I mean, and I know now having a child, how expensive it is to put them in any kind of extracurricular activities. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's a good lesson to uh, to parents, I think, too, is because sometimes you see your, your child might be like uh, not too into something, but, you know, later on it will pay off. And then they're going to be saying what you're saying right now, which is thank God I, I had that. So your future self, yeah. it's, it's your future self that they're doing it for, you know? So, well, and I think you need to learn that sometimes you do have to do stuff you don't want to do. Yes. So. Right. Yeah. Good point. And when you were in dance, you competed and mm -hmm. you also taught. Well, part of the way that we, um, sort of subsidized the cost of the dancing was to assist in the teaching. Ah. So, and that would take away, that would help with the cost of, you know, the costumes, correct? Yeah. Competitions. Your daughter's in dancing? Yeah, she Kirsten? does. Yeah, she does jazz. Uh, she does like a, a long two hour class. So she'll do ballet and then she does jazz dance, which she seems to like the jazz dance better. Um, you know. But uh, that's that's how most kids are. Yeah. But the ballet is the foundation. Because of the the strictness, they probably yeah yeah yeah. But it's so yeah, important. Yeah, she's doing both. You know, and and she's t doing swim lessons and she's excelling at that and everything. So I'm I'm really happy. And about swinging that. a mace, I see. Yeah, yeah, swinging a mace. I tried to get her out today. She goes, I don't feel like it. And I'm like, okay, no problem. I don't want to pressure her. <laughs> she just didn't feel like doing it. I was, yeah, sometimes I don't feel like doing stuff either. So I'm not going to make you do something you don't yeah. want to do. So this is a cool thing, though, that they let you teach. Because um, now you're taking like a little bit of a leadership role at a young age. And um, do you feel that the teaching in dance helped you uh, as you advanced and got into fitness more and more and, and eventually started group training and everything else? Uh, I think for sure. I think being witness to like someone above you giving instruction too. like they taught us how to teach. It was like a, I don't know, what's the word? The word has left my mind, okay. like an apprenticeship. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Apprenticeship. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. 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 So I think, you know, anytime you can give a kid an opportunity to teach and, and stuff like that, then, you know, they're obviously learning more because they're teaching it. Um, and they're also, they have to be a little bit confident, you know, so you're teaching confidence too. So now yeah. with karate and coming into dance, uh, did the karate help with your dance? Oh, for sure. Yeah. In what ways? Uh, I think just the discipline and like, karate we were not allowed to talk like it was you had to pay all your attention to you know the sensei yeah and you you didn't step out of line so when we got into class it was like you were laser focused on what you were supposed to be doing yeah and and i mean the fitness part of it too like there's a lot of flexibility and power and all that stuff yeah so body awareness yes right and and so would you say you were uh in, in karate you were a little nervous or scared like of the sensei in a good way uh there were times for yeah. sure he was an intimidating guy yeah i i I've, my learning experiences have been the best when i'm scared <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for some reason you're just had that heightened awareness and you're like okay i'm gonna listen to everything everything that they say 
So now, after dance, you joined the gym at age 13, and that's pretty young to join a gym. Were you just, like, going right in and doing squats and deadlifts at age 13, or was it? Uh, No, I was more of an endurance athlete. Like, I was in cross country and stuff like that, Um, but I've always, like, even at a young age, I, I loved the look of, like, kind of those superhero type, like, fitness girls. Yeah. Even though when, I mean, when I was growing up, we're going back to, like, very early 90s there yeah um it it wasn't a super popular ideal to look like that but i was all over like the fitness magazines like monica brandt and the bodybuilders and uh, i just dug it yeah you know so i wanted to learn how to lift weights you know what was (laughs) what was the appealing thing that you saw in those in those people and on those magazines Ah, see. Was it they looked powerful? That they looked confident? This is this is where it gets a little bit touchy. Because okay. <laughs> looking back now, I think it was because it was so drilled into me about your worth is where like lies in your body composition. Okay. Like yeah. from a very young age. And it led to a lot of, you know, disordered eating, overtraining, like down a kind of a dark path with fitness it was a bad relationship and i didn't realize it at the time at the time i you know kind of masked it oh hi buddy (laughs) that's my puppy (laughs) Uh, at the time my son is supposed to be dog sitting right now um (laughs) at the time i was kind of masked as like i'm doing this to be healthy and stuff but looking back i was not yeah so you had a, a was it a dysmorphia type thing um yeah for yeah. sure yeah it was that, like overtraining, under eating and right. i was you know i graduated high school i was probably 95 pounds wow it, it was skeletal yeah 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 well that i mean that's actually one yeah it's a dark thing that is in that category of fitness and it's common actually a lot of dysmorphia and everything mm-hmm. i mean it's unbelievable you know you, you you got guys who are jacked out of their minds and when they when they go to the gym they feel like they look over at somebody that's half their size and they don't even realize they're bigger than them and they i gotta get bigger than him like they just their vision of themselves uh it's, it's common with guys and girls and it's it's sad because i see it all the time now and i can identify with it yeah and it it breaks my heart a little bit that I'm like, you're so much more than that. You're so much more than just, you know, your physique. Yeah. And it's crazy, like not to be able to enjoy yourself because of the fear of, you know, putting on a bit of body fat. Yeah. Right. When half the time they don't realize a little bit of body fat would actually make them look better. Totally. Fill out and look. I mean, um, as far as women are concerned, you know, a a healthy woman is a woman that has a muscular physique of some level. And they don't need to have like eight pack abs all year round, which is almost Mm -hmm. impossible to achieve. Anyway, you kill you're killing yourself. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. So you went through this period um, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but like, what was it that happened that it w- was 
I know you got started getting into CrossFit and everything. Yeah. Was that the thing that changed it for you, or what, did you have a talk with somebody? How did you catch yourself in this and then flip the switch and go the other way? Uh, I think I was always kind of aware of it, but I was sort of in denial. I've never really talked to anyone about this. <laughs> um, but yeah, CrossFit definitely was a game changer. Like that completely changed my relationship with fitness because then it became more about training to achieve skills, training to achieve, you know, I wanted to be able to lift more weight or jump higher or like, what can my body do? Yeah. As opposed to what does my body look like? Yeah. And it changed the way I, like I ate to fuel that. Yeah. More fat. So, right. Oh, I'm more I, carbs. I, uh, well, I, I adjusted my diet. So it was more like a paleo style diet. Yeah. So I've been paleo for a very long time. Oh, wow. Okay. And that helped with like inflammation, recovery, like digestive health. But yeah, high calories, lots of fat. Yeah. Now, you said high calories. This is a thing I always, when I talk to people about fitness and what they're doing, you know, I want to lose weight, I want to put on muscle, whatever they're, I always kind of ask people what they eat, and it seems like nobody ever eats enough, especially when they're training all the time, trying to lose weight all the time. How much were you eating as, as you got into CrossFit and you had that demand on your body? What did it, what did it look like diet-wise for you? Uh, I don't know. Cause I stopped counting calories yeah. and I didn't really, you know, I just, if I was hungry, I ate. yes, but right. it was more like the quality of food. Like, you yeah. know, I, I more like a low carb, high fat, moderate protein type diet. Now. Nice. Right. And I, that seems to sustain my energy levels for longer. And I just, I just feel good on it. Like, and I feel when I started adding a lot more fat, it helped uh, with my anxiety. Yeah. And, and, stuff, and so. now like in a typical bodybuilding diet, fat, it, it's like usually less than a hundred grams a day, somewhere like that. And I, anytime I tried to follow a plan like that, I went, I would always wind up going over that. And nowadays like you, I don't count. I'm done with all that. I just eat and I eat tons of fat. I, mostly yeah. peanut butter and almond butter to the point <laughs> that my wife is like going crazy from the peanut butter. It's, it's coming in and, and it's, it's gone before she could even like make a it's sandwich. Delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> it's the best. And I get half a jar in one shot I could do, which is kind of scary, but uh, yeah. So like how much fat were, were, are you eating? Like what, is it over a hundred grams? Is it, uh, I get, I get, I don't even count grams. I just, most of my calories come from fat. Yeah. So like I'll have three full eggs, a whole avocado, you know, lots of olive oil. I have nuts. I have MCT oil. I've got yeah. coconut oil. I've got like, and, uh, I mean, if, if I feel like my body fat is getting too high, then I'll just cut back a little bit. And you cut back on the fat? Uh, well, just... Yeah, because the other calories that I'm getting are like I'll have like a little bit of chicken or grass-fed beef and then vegetables. Yeah, that's right. pretty much it. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. See, I I, I love uh, learning about how people eat, especially you know you mentioned you you uh, earlier uh, something about superhero look or whatever. 
and I could see your shoulders right there in front of me, and you have superhero <laughs> shoulders. Oh, and, thank you. you know, <laughs> your uh, videos, you can see, you, you know, how hard you're working, and I bet you a million people are like, oh, she must eat, like, uh, a leaf of lettuce a day or something like that. But it turns out, no. You're, no, you're just, that's so 80s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> thank you. Right. Thank you. It's time to change. Come on, people. Yeah. Eat your fat and eat when you're hungry and swing that mace. And I know you like to deadlift and all that stuff. So you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you so, need to fuel your body. And, 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 and yeah, go ahead. You were going to say something about deadlifts, maybe? Oh, just like I, as much as I love mace like mace is kind of taken over for me but yeah. i still love a barbell yeah like i still love to go in and do like heavy squats and deadlifts and cleans and yeah you know all that good crossfit stuff right right so yeah that's what i'm doing too and i like to basically in my rest sets i'll swing the mace yeah i saw that in your post the other day yeah 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 it's and the best it's like why am i just <laughs> standing around for four minutes until i lift again i got plenty of get time. your swings in <laughs> you know how many swings you could do in four minutes it's crazy you know and it's and it and if you're doing like leg work just do swings like do 360s yeah. now you're working upper body and then you know if you're doing upper body work maybe do a lot of lunges and stuff you do some fluff right so yeah that's great I, and um and so CrossFit really blew you away with what you're saying. Yeah, you're I didn't think I'd ever find anything I loved as much as CrossFit. Like, it's been, like, probably about 13 years now that I've been doing that. Okay. And At the same I, gym that you've been going to? Is this yeah. the same gym? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm shocked myself this past year when I've started, like, the mace is, like, CrossFit's inching down and the mace is inching up. Yeah. I still love CrossFit, but I don't know. The mace is just so addictive. Yeah. Well, you can see by the way you operate with the mace that you're definitely putting in uh, some serious work with it. I, I guess you're doing it daily? I try to pick it up every day. Like, I may not be able to invest as much time as I would like to because, as you know, you've got work and yeah. family and all right. that other stuff that you got to take care of. But uh, even if I just pick it up a little bit, even like that's why I'll like bring it to the gym and use it in my rest periods. And then if I can get in like 10 minutes of just like, flow, Yeah. Then that's a win for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like, you know, like you said in the beginning, you're, you're still learning it. And I think that's what the yeah. amazing thing is about the mace is that uh, no matter how good you are, it's like, Ooh, there's always something else I could go always. after, right? At least that's the way it seems right now. And I mean, even like seeing like the top tier mace practitioners, we know who they are. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like they're always stumbling on something new too. And it's like, I don't think there's. A and I think they fuel like they fuel each other, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so there that's was, there was there was a period there was a period there where all of a sudden every post on instagram was somebody flowing with a 15 pound mace it just yes. <laughs> right it was like okay we're we're not doing tens anymore we're Level doing the, up. <laughs> right, let's go <laughs> what's next what, is the 20 coming i believe somebody was flowing with a 20 if somebody was flowing with the yeah with the quad god so yeah that's really awesome to see and i think that's you hit the nail on the head uh people are inspiring each other and that's what's so fun and great about this 
steel mace community that we have. Yeah, for sure. It's so like collaborative and it's so like, like I've had so many people that like, I'll be like, oh, I'm kind of struggling with this. And they'll like send me video footage of how to fix it or yeah. try this or like, oh, you're having trouble with this. Here's the slow motion version of me doing it. See if you can get it now. Like yeah. it's so supportive. Yeah. Do you beautiful get, people. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. And, and, and do you get a lot of uh, messages like that for people? Yeah, I think, well, I think people are just so willing to, to spread the mace love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, but I mean, I, I could see you as a go-to individual. And in fact, you know what? I, you're, oh, that's the, the other thing I want to ask you. Uh, you're, you're really good at quickly replicating what, what somebody just posted. Like, um, you, you figured out somebody's flow and you did it so perfect. And then I learned that flow from watching you. It was harder watching, uh, oh. it was, uh, heartbeats. That's what it was. Oh, Something he's got the best yeah. breakdowns. Like they're so like easy to follow. Like, okay. He does such a good yeah. job. Yeah. So that's how you basically, you basically figured his stuff out. I still had trouble with his. But it's well, yeah. I mean, because it's, it's hard, you know. Instagram is only like a minute that you get, and then it you can't really rewind it and go back every two seconds. And so. that's like, I mean, that's how I started learning it because there's nobody around where I live even knows what a mace is. Yeah. Like when I picked a mace, when I got a mace, like they nobody had any idea what the heck it was. Right. And there was no coaches in the area. There was no resources. So I scoured the the interwebs yeah. looking for anything I could find. So yeah. it was all just me trying to copy what other people were doing um, until, and then I, I took like the certification course, like Leo Savage is still Mace flow. And that, yeah. that was a game changer. Yeah. Level one was with like, honors. Well, yeah. Right. I was like, Oh, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Cause yeah. the problem with trying to copy people on Instagram is a lot of times they don't know what they're doing. That's true. Yeah. You know, right. so you're, you're kind of copying like a Xerox copy of a copy of a copy or something. Yeah. Yeah. So now, I mean, I can look and I can see, I can kind of tell who knows what they're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. Even the people that don't know what they're doing, good for them. Yeah. Well, they're just doing another kind they're of They're learning. That's all. We're all learning. I'm still like, we're all still making mistakes and that's the only way to learn. Yeah, that's right. And and then you know what? If you if you are doing some steel maze flow and and you're trying to get all intricate and you mess something up, uh, as long as you don't hit yourself or or the mace goes through a car window, just tell everybody you meant to do it that way. It's your <laughs> it's your signature flow. Nobody's gonna know. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know the difference. <laughs> don't worry no. about it. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if you're not making mistakes, you're not doing it right. Like you. Yeah. You're not gonna grow if you don't make mistakes. Yeah, that's right, and that's uh, a metaphor for life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you should fail every day. And and love it. Be like, yeah. yes, yes, I screwed up again. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I tell myself. What are you gonna do today? I'm gonna fail at something. Yeah. a boy. <laughs> there you go. So that's something that you have probably learned going all the way back to your karate days, then, right? I don't know. I think it came from Doctor Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's such a, it's true though. Like you can't be scared to fail or else you won't do anything. That's right. Yeah. And I was just reading something interesting uh, about fear. Um, man, where did I read that? 
but it was it was pretty cool um, that fear, you know, it's a natural thing. Obviously, it's there for a reason. Um, but your subconscious will put fear there to essentially protect you from this dangerous thing. And when we set out to do something like try a new job or something like that, the, the, it, it doesn't know the difference between a, a, a saber-toothed tiger trying to bite your head off or it, it's just a job and what's the big yeah. deal. And a lot of it's made up in our heads. It's our own perception because we set out like focused on the failure thinking yeah. that that's the end like the end it's you only get this one thing or whatever and if you screw it up you screw it up and the fear just materializes and and for some people it will lock them down they might not even initiate that you know i i, I, I think, think that's what that is what happens with 99 percent of people yeah myself included mm-hmm. yeah or me or yeah we're all human right it all happens so that's, I think, uh, where, you know, if you want to set out and do something, don't think about it too much. Just get up and do it. And that's, I was just thinking about that with your podcast. Like, yeah. good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, you were getting it done. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I still, I still am trying to figure out things. And I'm like, I don't have the whole history here. I don't know who the old players yet. And I'm like, shit. What am I going to do? I'm just going to start, and I'll make that part of the whole podcast and the journey. Figure it out as you go. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Because if you start thinking about it too much, it's like, yeah, you know what? I'll wait till I, I, I wait till I read this or talk to this person. And then right. you lose the initiative, you know? So mm -hmm. I think that's something good. So you're you're a, a trainer, you and you deal with people. I think a lot of times with fitness, people allow that fear or something to to stop them they think oh what if i'm not able to do this what if you know what if it's such a hard lifestyle to have and um i'm glad we had an opportunity just to talk about this a little bit just because um you know a, a person listening can say well m you know maybe i gotta get a little fitter maybe i want to do something grab a mace it might look scary to swing a mace around like oh my my elbows are gonna explode my shoulders are gonna <laughs> rip apart the don't be afraid well, you gotta start slow <laughs> yeah go for lessons go for lessons. are you teaching yeah. mace that's the only thing i coach that's so, all you coach now yeah oh, I, okay. I mean i was like group fitness was like yeah i finished with that i was a personal trainer but that was a while ago yeah. uh now i just strictly strictly mace okay are you doing group mace classes or are you doing more one-on-one -on -one? Mo a group so i just started a foundations course in the park nice. which i don't know how long that's gonna last in canada yeah <laughs> another another two minutes another couple <laughs> of weeks <laughs> and then yeah. we'll figure it out from there yeah. uh, i've had a couple couple one-on-ones uh but it's, it's i mean i'm pretty new to it so yeah slow well it's slow interesting going. um steel mace valkyrie i was surprised to find out when I interviewed her, she said, uh, no, no, I, I got into training because of the mace. You know, that was her yeah. thing that because she loved it so much. And with me, you know, I have trained people throughout the years with, you know, traditional stuff and everything, but nothing yeah. crazy because I've been more focused on my fire department career. 
But then when the mace came along a few months later, I'm like, well, I'm good enough to teach something very basic to somebody. Not not gonna overextend myself. But if these people get better than me, I'll send them to this guy over here. But yeah. meanwhile, I'm gonna. But you're growing. Yeah. Right. And basically, you know, um, I'm so into teaching it. And I think, do you find that you're more interested in teaching it because you find you could explore it more for yourself that way? I do find I get a lot out of when I have to break something down and explain it to them, you almost get a deeper understanding of the movements. Yeah. So, um, but I like, it's been great watching these people come and like, grow from week to week and and when they come and you can tell that they've been practicing yeah and like you're like look i know the three-step flow or i know this is watch my warriors walk and they know it right um like you can tell like because my the course that i put out included the mace so they all got to keep their mace and go home and practice it and play with it right i wouldn't want them not to have a mace yeah did um you what do you do? You bulk order the mace for the class and you get a little deal that way? I just like Amazon Prime. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next day delivery. I think uh, I think Amazon is going, what the heck is going on here with all these long boxes? Oh my God. You should see my like order history. There's yeah. like 20 maces on it. Yeah. Even the, the delivery guy is like, what are these? This is like the third time this week I've been to your house. Right, right. <laughs> And it's probably delivering them to other people's houses too, because I've I've been on Amazon a few times and and they don't there's no ten pound maces any none of the companies they're all gone. I'm like, look. Oh really? Yeah, this is obviously people are buying them. You know they can't keep up with the. I need to take stock in the mace. I'm telling you. What <laughs> is, maybe on it has something we could buy some shares off of them or. Oh, see, I want the shipping to Canada though. Is like cost more than the mace. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. What is that all about? They got to, they got to, is that like uh, tariffs and stuff? I have no idea. Did Trump have something to do with that? What's that? (laughs) Oh, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't envy you, your leader. (laughs) (laughs) We have tariffs, you know, I don't know. Um, Uh, I don't know, but I have looked into ordering some on it stuff and I'm like, yeah, I don't mind paying that for the mace, but then it's like $150 to get it to me. Do you know anybody over the border in North America where you can have a ship there and then they could just put it over the border and you could just pick it up, do something like that? I probably could, yeah. <laughs> and you can keep your costs down that way. Or I could just take a trip out to Jersey Yeah. and participate in some of the awesome magic that's going down there because you guys are putting out some crazy stuff. Yeah, the, the that's, that's the thing um, – I'm so floored about who I got involved with, you know, critical mass, Ken POTUS, you know, I went in there with like some shoulder mobility issues and I'm like, yeah, you know, let's just, you know, let's train, let's, let's do some deadlifts and stuff. He's like, here, try this mace. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm open to anything. And within a couple of weeks, I'm like, Ooh, there's something there with that. Mace. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's, um, or there is an open invite to everyone in the mace world. Uh, to come down to the Jersey Shore and partake in it some, would be awesome. Yeah, and we we uh, say come in the spring, come in the summer, maybe the fall. We can hit the beach too. We get some good video for you. If you come in the winter, we're still going to the beach, but just be ready to wear some neoprene or something like that and get See, ready. I'm to- 
Canadian. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You got it. It's no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really cool. You know, um, everything that you're, you're, you're doing. So um, I want to get back to your uh, – f- briefly about being a fitness competitor. Um, you had a coach that was um, – Yeah, he yeah. Uh, actually was one of the owners of the gym that I work at. Still, he's kind of taking over the world right now. Okay. Um, yeah, you said <laughs> he, 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 he taught you something uh, that you carry with you to this day. Uh, I can't remember what specifically I said, but um, he sort of just taught me how to train. Mm. Like he taught me how to weightlift properly. Okay. He taught me right. about intensity. He taught me about like, he trained me for my first fitness competition just because he, just because he did like yeah. he asked for anything. He was just like, Oh, you want to do that? I'll help you. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. And, uh, and he is like, I feel like he was before his time. Oh, like, really? The, the stuff that he was doing with his training and the stuff like he was, he had me doing like, you know, Olympic lifts and things like that. Like not stuff you would train a fitness competitor. With. Yeah. Right. So it was cool. And, and then before CrossFit was even a thing in Canada, he had, he, he was like, we should do this. And he showed me some videos of some like very early, early on CrossFit footage. And I'm like, yes, that's how I want to train. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really wild that you were doing Olympic lifts. And so it basically you were, you were doing like sort of like a hybrid. You were doing isolated moves and uh, isolated workouts, but you, mm-hmm. but you incorporated a lot of Olympic lifting. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And I still do. Yeah. Like, but you, I mean, you were able to develop a physique to get up on stage doing Olympic lifts. Whereas, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's not considered, like you said, the it's normal. It's not bodybuilding. Right. Right. So it goes to way more fun than bodybuilding. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So now I mentioned earlier that on your Instagram, you have like those little windows you could, you could, uh, tap and you Mm -hmm. have one called Mace Windu. I think your Mace is called Windu, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the one I was talking about. If you, if anybody listening, you want to check out Kristen's, um, uh, Instagram and and see her journey. Click on that one, because um, you can see pretty much in the beginning. You know, you're you're doing the the 360 kind of like that fast. It's way up here. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of real chopping cool. down. Yeah, right. And it's like it's like. <laughs> and I was right. so proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm putting this on video now, but I posted right from the get go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great because now we have the whole beginning to present, which is great for people who are interested in getting into steel mace uh, to see the progress and what it looks like. So, you know, I mean, maybe somebody would be at that point swinging it and say, oh, my God, I'm not doing this right, and just put it down and give up. But no. Oh, your 360s will look like hell for a while. Yes, right. Guaranteed. And and then as you progress through through that story, you could clearly see it getting better and better and you know you're starting to do more stuff and along the way i was just like i jotted down a couple of the 
the flows you were doing because I thought they were really cool. One of them was the Wodan back scratch. Those are all from functional heartbeats. Okay. Flow. Yeah. Well, everything. That's how I learned how to make slow. <laughs> the, the reason why I thought that one was cool was because uh, of your mo shoulder mobility, seeing how you could get oh. that back there so fast. Um, and then the, uh, another cool one was the uh, Shaolin lunge flow. Also functional heartbeats. Yeah. And then a really cool one, which I'm going to start doing because I started doing shin boxes and you did shin oh. boxes with arrows. Oh, yeah, that was probably something I just made up. <laughs> that was cool. That was really cool. You should you maybe do another video. But on yeah, because you're kind of into animal flow, too, right? Yeah, I'm getting into it. And yeah, I, like yeah. groundwork. Don't, and don't they all like they connect uh, oh, like this? Yeah, it's like I, it's like eggs and avocado. Yes, yes, with a little with a little sea salt on top. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, those were those were some really cool ones. Um, and then the then the one thing that I noticed was really cool was you were doing a one arm mace uppercut, and you you're, mm -hmm. you're doing the one arm mace, and then at one point you stop, and you, so the the handle is back here, and you're holding mm -hmm. your right. And you turn and look at the handle, and then you reach up and like you move it, and then you went like you you didn't like its position, so you kind of moved it, and then after that you adjusted your posture better and like developed a better straight line. And it, to me, it looked like there was a coach in the room saying, "Oh, look, put the handle here." Like you were coaching <laughs> yourself, and that's how that's where what I thought was so cool is, and and you could see it in your form. You're, uh, you pay attention to your form so well and you put so much effort into it that, you know, you display, like, perfect lines and everything, exactly what we want out of Steel Mace Flow. And, and uh, that's, that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast because uh, if anybody's looking to learn stuff, you're a good source. And well, I Thank you so much. I stand by that. <laughs> I give Steel Mace Nation <laughs> approval. <you. laughs> So that's yeah. amazing. Uh, I'm glad you're putting that stuff up there. Um, well, because when I was trying to learn, I couldn't find anything. I mean, it, I feel like it's everywhere now, but maybe it's just because that's who I follow. But right. when I was first trying to learn, I was like desperate for anything. Yeah. Any right. little piece of information I could yeah. find. <laughs> you wanted to just, you were hungry. You'll eat. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. That's that, that's that's great, man. That's 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 your passion right there, and you're showing but it, it. Like it has put me in touch with so many amazing people that I feel like I know them. I feel like we're friends. Yeah. And I've never even met them. Yeah, yeah. That that's not the first time I've heard that. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it, and then uh, Sleepy Monkey Man walked into the studio, and we were like, he drove two and a half hours to do a podcast. He's gonna that's gonna be coming out pretty soon, and um, he. <laughs> He walks in. I'm like, yo, man. And we like give each other a big hug and we just start hanging out talking. He brought mangoes to eat and stuff. And <laughs> it was like, like, yeah, I know you already. We're, we're, we're past all the bullshit, you know, like, hey, let's just hang out and talk. And and that's you're right. That's what seems to to materialize from this. And I think I, I really think like as cool as the mace is, it's that underlying community flow. Mm -hmm. Got something coined here the community flow are you flowing mm -hmm. with your community uh yeah, that's what it seems to be really the 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 kingpin holding it all together yeah and, we're all in this together yeah 
but you're you said you're isolated where you are right there's nobody yeah well i'm working on building my own army yeah well um the the world is yours for the taking right especially since there's nobody else (laughs) up there (laughs) uh yeah i think like the closest people are like well valkyries from canada and frankenlegs but they're like i'm probably closer to you than i am to them oh okay yeah 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 yeah, they're and they're right next to each other. They're relatively close, but yeah, because I think she trained from. Like, yeah, she trained with him, right? Right, and then she's doing her thing, and and see that goes to show, you know, you could be close and be a coach, and don't worry about competition and all that. That's you know, people are gonna go where they want to go anyway. So what's the big deal? I I mean, yeah. the 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 one thing to look at is you know I I try to I try to make this podcast at least right now at this time period, more about how we can uh, operate as coaches. And because I think that there's the, the hump that you got to get over with people like, you know, what is that thing? Am I going to hurt myself? And you have to be able to sell it. And, um, you know, essentially I believe that like there's a gym on every corner anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're all in business. So if you're a steel mace coach, and one town over or two blocks over is another steel mace coach. Don't worry about it because you're still rare. I don't have to worry about that here. <laughs> no, you, you don't have to worry about that. No. Most of the time they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's actually um, good. That's good. I think it's great. Yeah. And I, I love explaining it to people and yeah. letting them hold my mace because yeah. they ask like when people like i'll take it to you know a field where like we have these that is like stairs that go up the escarpment and it's constantly used so if i take my mace there that's where i hold my class nice and there's tons of people doing like just running the stairs and doing fitness stuff and yeah. some people work out in the park and i'll have this group of like 10 people swinging like doing mace flow they're like, what are you guys doing? Like, how much does that weigh? Right. And like, I mean, honestly, like how shocked were you when you first started to swing a 10 pound mace and like, yeah. why is this mace making me such a bitch right now? Yeah. yeah. It's 10 yeah. pounds. Right. It's unbelievable. Like it's so humbling. Yeah. Right. And that's something that everybody says. They are all humbled by it. And I think that's what sets it off. You get humbled by it and then you say, I You're want, determined to yes, own it. <laughs> I want to learn that. And as mm-hmm. I believe Leo Savage said and um, many other people have said, you know, you're, you, it's the skill that you're chasing, not the mm-hmm. weight, right? You're For chasing sure. the skill. And that's what makes it so fun because you just get sucked into that little chess match of mace where, you know, wh- what move am I making next and how is it going to lead into this? And you're doing your own choreography, basically. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then when you uh, want to take a break from all that, you just go and swing heavy. Grab a 15, grab a 20. Yeah, it's so, like, you can use it to, like, just crush it as a workout. Yeah. Or you can be, like, that's what I love about flow is that, like, when I took the flow foundation certification, it's like, we're going to give you these tools to learn how to do this properly and safely and create these lines and learn how to hold a mace and learn how to control it and learn the interrotation and counterrotation and where your position should be. And then we're also going to give you this creative license to explore it to however you want. Yeah. You know, so it's like, there's no rules. Yeah. Sky's the limit. It, it is. Yeah. 
So I saw a post that you did, I don't know, it was probably about 10 back, whatever that means. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> On on the on the grid. So yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two minutes ago. Um, no, but it was uh, a little teaser thing. Movement. Oh yeah. Movement as no, that art. that was today. Oh, that was today. Okay. Yeah. yeah so it was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it was like there was ten posts after, right after that. So <laughs> I was right. Uh, what is that? What's movement as art? Okay, so that before I got into the mace, I was gonna get my animal flow cert. Because right. I started kind of following, you know how Instagram is like you follow what something and then it takes you down another rabbit hole. And yep. then, um, and I, so I was kind of searching out anywhere, someone local that could teach me animal flow. And it put me into contact with uh, a local animal flow girl. And we never actually met in person. We've just kind of been conversing for the past like year and a half online. And uh, then I kind of, got off track and got into the mace and that was my world. Right. Um, but she, we've, we've always stayed in contact and then she connected with me a few months ago and she was like, do you perform? <laughs> and I was like, not at the moment, but I'm not opposed to it. Right. So she's putting together this, she's a fitness competitor, but an animal flow fitness competitor. So she did like a whole fitness routine that was like, animal flow based and she was this zombie and she was it was crazy um and now she's going to be doing this big production and she's creating a zombie army she asked me to be a part of the zombie army she's getting like just movement enthusiasts from yeah. all walks of life there's i think there's a power lifter in there and you know other bodybuilders and so she's just like well you like to move come join the army yeah so yeah she's going to be very cool. Are you going to be you uh, swinging the mace in, in this? Uh, no. So this is, uh, well, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but she did say she's going to be putting together a separate thing that's tied together with this where we can get on stage and do whatever inspires us to move. So All right. I'll probably, I just actually found that out right before we connected today. Oh, uh, okay. She sent yeah. me that message. And, yeah. she, and I'm like, uh, obviously I'm going to bring the mace up on stage yeah yeah obviously yeah, bring it with you and, and say here it is let's let's make this thing happen so are you gonna do like posing with the mace no i mean if this is probably going to be a separate event from the bodybuilding show all right um but we'll do our animal flow zombie routine and then she'll like there'll be a few minutes where we can each do our own thing ah uh, so uh -huh. i'll probably just put together a zombie flow yeah Oh, that's cool. So uh, we got to definitely, um, when is this all going to transpire and when's it going to be available that we could see it? Uh, that is going to be, the show is like Halloween. Okay. It's like a big Halloween bodybuilding show. All right. So we're not going to be able to see anything until after the 31st of October. Uh, probably not. Okay. All right. So that's I'm cool. sure I'll post it because I post everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, this podcast, uh, won't drop anyway until into september so the timing okay. the timing will actually be good and you know for everybody listening check that out because that sounds like it's going to be something interesting uh when it comes back and this is kind of stuff that i started to think about too in my wild imagination like you know mace flow artists getting invited to do their thing in the more traditional contemporary stuff 
as you know some people might say well it's like a sideshow thing or whatever whatever you want to call it you know um you know but a couple of like you know the top tier mace flow artists up on a stage doing a synchronized thing uh to to music maybe you know uh with their with their maces glowing in the dark like you know (laughs) like jane there there's one guy that could do it right so you know i i feel like any of that is possible uh with what's going on so i i wouldn't be surprised if after your video shoot there's going to be other things with more and more mace coming along you know it's yeah anytime i can show my mace off i will yeah definitely and um so there's that and then do you have anything else that um uh i do you uh rep for supplements or something like that not really okay i mean i could say I guess I should say, like, I take you sauna supplements, but yeah, I don't really. That you take them. I don't really like pushing supplements on people. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, you know, you're you're um, a fitness, you know, expert, and you know, whatever it is that you're using, people might be interested in using because mm-hmm. you know it's what you're putting in your body. Um, um, but, I do think they are fantastic multivitamins. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm a more like eat eat real. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Right. But you still take your vitamins because food is not always reliable, especially nowadays with uh, the farming tech. Oh, uh, for sure. And like, especially if you're training and stuff, like you're going to be deficient in something, right? Yes, definitely. So I'm a big, big believer in like magnesium, like added magnesium. Yeah. Take that fish oils. Vitamin D. Do you take vitamin D? In the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Because because I'm Canadian. <laughs> right, right. I take like, it nor- the northeast of America, all that stuff. It's it's, you know, they're chronically th- low in D. Yeah, take your vitamin D, you know. So, uh before we wrap it up, um there's one other thing um you wrote um I saw a post. It's steel mace flow for a few brief moments that is all that matters in the world. You remember writing that? Yeah. Yeah. So, you have family, career, house to take care of, all this stuff, and you grab your mace, and for a few moments, that's all that matters in the world. How good does that feel? Oh, I mean, I'm, I've am i got, like, anxiety issues, right. um, but uh, the mace, like you have to be so present when you're using it, especially when you're flowing with it. And the bigger your toolbox gets and the big, the, like the more things you can add to a flow, the more present you have to be. So like yeah. all you're thinking about is where's the mace going next? Where's my body going next? Like you don't have any room left in your head for, did I pay that bill? Is the laundry done? Is that like, you don't have any more room in your head. Right. So it's such a, like a release, like even though you're laser focused, yeah, it's so calming. Yeah. Even if you just go out and do like three sixties, there's something about that motion that is so calming. Yeah. And I don't know, you can't explain it until you try it. Yeah. You need to, you need to do it. And you need to do it and learn it so that you you get it. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, that's um, I I love that. You know, I, that's something for a few brief moments. That is all that matters in the world. And I mean, I felt it. I think everybody else listening who's doing Mace, you know, they they have felt that, and it's it's definitely a magical feeling because it's it's hard nowadays. You know, we're so distracted by so many things, and um, to be able to tap into that it's definitely a refreshing thing that it'll add to your energy even though you might be dripping sweat tired you mentally you know your mental clarity and energy in your mind and you have better positive thoughts because you just exercise and you moved but you were able to clear everything out and just it makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it makes me so happy. So happy. So happy. It does. Yeah. Like the world would be a better place if everyone would just swing some maces. Yes. That's Come right. Come on. <laughs> not, not, at, not at each other because they tried no. that. They tried that in the past and it didn't work out too well. This time, let's do it a little different. Just keep it to yourself. Keep it in your own little box. <laughs> All right, Kristen. I, this was a great podcast. I'm so glad that you uh, agreed to come on and, and share a part of your story and everything. Of it was course. really deep. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And anytime you want to come back on and talk about anything, maybe after this movement is as art thing, I don't know. Uh, stay in touch. And um, everybody can find uh, Kristen O'Brien um, on Instagram at Diary of a Fitness Junkie. How do you like that one? And yes. When you watch all those videos, you will be like, yeah, she's definitely a fitness junkie. Definitely a junkie. <laughs> I think your husband is too, right? I mean, that's uh, he, he's, uh, he's training all the time too, or not as much as you? or No, he, he works a lot. All right, you got to fix that. You got to get him up to your level. Come on, let's go. Oh, he's very fit. He's very <laughs> I fit. know. I'm just kidding. And, right. and he's, you know, he's taking my foundations course, so we're getting him. We're getting him a mace too. Like he's got his mace, and we're getting him swinging. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Good. Yeah. We gotta see some video on him. So keep us posted with that. Okay, I'll let him know. Yeah. Right. He's the best. He's like the best. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, that's it. I think. Uh, we, again, you know, thank you for coming on. You're awesome. Thank and you for doing this. Like, thank you for. Thank you for just getting up and doing it when you didn't even really know what was going to happen. <laughs> like, you just got to take action. Yeah, yeah. Just take action, everybody. Like that's, that's the it. example. Just do it. Just get up and make the move. Just do it. For sure. The, the first move, the big move, the only move that matters. <laughs> <laughs> good job. All right. Thank you, and good job to you. Appreciate Thank it. You. All right. See you All later. Bye-bye. Right. Okay, have a great day. All right.